0: Welcome listeners to episode 62 of Two Peas in a Pod. Thanks for joining us um, tonight, as always, on to the hobby desk. Not done a lot myself, but Ben's got loads of faces to talk about. Then um, we head into the galaxy of war and we're very excited. It's been Reveals Day, so there's some cracking stuff to talk about there and also in the Mortal Realms. Community is back to our normal shout-outs with some awesome stuff to tell you about um, for you two guys to look out. And then we go into the wild, where we talk a little bit about, after some consideration of what to talk about, um, 3D printing the loot room, guys. So, loot room studios or loot studios? Loot I don't know. Find out when you get to the wild. Thanks for joining us. Grab those refreshments. See you on the Hobby Desk.
1: hi guys and welcome to episode sixty-two's hobby desk it's just uh it's just Dan and I today so fortunately we haven't got someone awesome with us to talk about their hobby uh, you're just gonna have to do with us I'm afraid um so it's been two weeks rather it than has been previously so have you got up to much hobby dude no
0: <laughs> no <laughs> 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 that's much. that was quick no um so it's been a i terrible week isn't it, it It's well, actually it, it's i've really enjoyed it but it hasn't been good from a hobby point of view um no. it's uh, so sort of the back end of last week i started the process of easing into covering uh, a role at work um that is particularly busy uh, incredibly busy and has led into doing some very long days and basically getting to the hobby room and thinking, you know what, one more flight of stairs and I'd be in bed. (laughs) That's about it. So, yeah, not a great deal of hobby. Um, I did, I think just after we recorded last, literally after we'd finished recording, I got out some... (sighs) Vikings? No, no, I was working on them anyway last time. The... Is it rust? It's not rust streaks. What's the one that we use? We're like mad about now streaking grime. (laughs) I've got some streaking grime and uh, and got that on the Blight Kings a bit. Um, Did a bit of sort of weathering and bit of shizzle on there. I mean, I'm chuffed with them, really chuffed. They're they're at the stage now. I just I just really need to work on the skin. So Hmm. their bases are almost ready. I've done done some nerglings to put on their bases and stuff. so yeah, I, j- I just need to finish off their skin. Um, I don't think I had done last time. No, I hadn't because I was talking about it wasn't I to James. So I've almost done Luke Skywalker now. Yeah, um, with the contrast paints. I mean, not exactly the most technical dude in the world to paint in his black, but a couple of know, different this, colours of black.
1: Yeah, I was going to say this quite it is quite technical in some ways because um, there's a couple of different kinds of black on him. yeah there's a fabric black there's the shiny leather black there's there's it's the
0: only time i find that i actually use abaddon black is when i want to do like a a shiny leather black Mm. um yeah so so he's he's sort of done um almost have i done i've printed you some ravens yeah so found some ravens uh, or ben you found some ravens didn't you um, but they were on like a little perch so i shoved them into mess mesh mi- mess mesh mixture mess me- hang on mesh <laughs> mixer <laughs> yay! yay! <laughs> and cut the supports out from under their feet and then and this is this is the absolute joy of 3d printing i then took them into the um printing uh program the the slicer clicked one button which mirrored it so now we've got one looking one way and one looking the other so that's different and then uh resized them to three different sizes so Mm. they're all different sizes as well oh amazing it's just amazing i love it um so printed them they came out real nice they are actually bagged up ready to send you but i was waiting on your birthday present because i didn't want to send two parcels because uh that would have been twice as much money to send so, um, that'll, that'll wing its way down and you can put them on something awesome with some, uh, although really you ought to have green stuff to your own Ravens really. Cause you're like pushing the envelope on that.
1: I, I've, I've, you know, I've never sculpted, I've never sculpted anything from scratch. It intimidates me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. I quite like the idea of sculpting like, um. A human from scratch to do sort of role play kind of models.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: practicing the basic textures like chain mill and fur, and do fur, do lots of fur, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, but, um, the yeah, starting from an armature and working my up,
0: never something I've done. I might, I might give it a go at some point. Challenge is on, so, um, so yeah, Luke's done. So I need to finish off the Blight King, so I'm going to try and do them. I'm on annual leave now wow almost now a bit bit of stuff to do tomorrow but then I'm on to annual leave so I'm uh don't worry I'll just edit out you crunch and your Pringles.
1: Yeah you will <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah I need to finish them up the things off because like it's funny isn't it how life just rides rothschild over one's plans. Yeah. Because uh I was like I started the month. Well no I didn't it wasn't even the it was still December it was last year. And I was like, right, I'm gonna get these blight kings. I was gonna get them done before January and then do like another set of Blight Kings and a hero. And actually those same Blight Kings still are still not done. And it's like the 20, what is it, the 23rd? 23rd of January today. Yeah. Um so yeah, I need to need to crack on. I'll tell you what I've done with those, which I might have mentioned this before. Who knows? But um I've painted them with the painting handles yeah yeah so i go through these epiphanies if you go back a few episodes it you'll hear it again where i'm like yeah painting handles and then a few episodes there nah not into them but right now it's a yeah painting handles moment
1: i so, I don't think i i can't remember painting a model without a and handle now for for ages yeah
0: i, I can't remember painting a model without a painting i need to get on and um just finish off a couple of bits. I've got, like, a few Warmaster bits that are just, like, almost finished, but then I got distracted by something else, Um, unsurprisingly. And, bum, bum, bum! My Spouse You can't see because of my crazy background thing I've done.
1: That's, yeah.
0: Mm. That's cool. I think you get the point. So, for those of you that can't see this, which is everyone, because we don't video it, <laughs> I got the interdiction force. Um, I coerced some family members into putting in some money. Um, so I got the interdiction force, which I'm going to do up uh, for, as I've already said, for my wrist stalkers. I've just been, um, just before we started recording, I was just messaging Chris and sort of brainstorming some background and like names for the characters and stuff. And I like, I, I like the idea that um, like a little Gladius Cruiser commanded by the, the basically it's like a, a human surfs, but there are three space marines on there that are eliminators and they like so they they essentially like hunt out ways through the Cicatrix maledictum and they basically act like eliminators but in a spaceship <laughs> and go around and then they found this like safe route and they found obscura so they've landed on obscura and they've sent back a pulse to like the main cruiser which is now coming in but even that is like it's just like a strike or maybe like a trimmed down strike cruiser, mm. sort of like Grey Knight ES strike cruiser, if you remember that from Forge World, yep. um, that then follows in after, which is like a, a demi company maybe, um, with the captain and the, and the phobos and stuff. And then they come down and do a bit more of a scouting force because they've sensed that like enemy ships are coming in. And then like back behind that, you've got like the next level, And like the strike cruiser comes in with like heavy intercessors and stuff. And then once they establish it is a way through the big guns come in and it's like the blade guard come out and just butt kickings going down.
1: It gives you a kind of painting plan as well.
0: It does. Um, Mm. Although I, as I said last time, I, I, I I just, I want to paint some salamanders. So I think I'm going to, I'm thinking now after today's (laughs) reveals, which we'll get (laughs) onto in a minute. I'm thinking that, like, you know, the new kill team thing? Yeah. I could do those heavy intercessors as Salamanders. There's only five of them. Yeah. <clears be true? throat> oh, and Six. what's really annoying is I opened this interdiction force, right? it's just loaded with ultramarines transfers. And I'm like, oh, I want to do the ultramarines. And I'm like, damn it. Just do the bloody stalkers crying out loud. I want to do them because they're cool it's really hard though isn't it you've got choosing a chapter is is space marines are the worst for it they're yeah. absolute worst for it because you know they're also different they are they are different but they so many of them look ace mm. you know and when you think there's a thousand chapters and there's only the one the space wolves that you can go no they're shit and i don't want them so that leaves you with 999 other options well there, there was a thousand chapters Oh no! Yeah, that's
1: of course. There's more now. They they don't really know anymore how many they are because no, the primaris or whatever the re, um the founding was. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of hard and fast rules that have been gone. Like how big a company should be. I don't think I haven't specifically read anywhere what Gilliman feels about how big a company should be now.
0: Uh well I Not think I like never like... cared because
1: I'm a space wolf and they never cared. Yeah. So it's anywhere between like 50 and 150 and it's space...
0: <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't think he can be drawn on it. I'm sure I've read somewhere. I have read somewhere that like when asked, he doesn't get because ultimately there are so many successors of the ultramarines who all see him as liege. That he could just click his fingers and he'd be like, Yeah. Legions? That ain't nothing on this <laughs> I think
1: I think the problem from from reading the books that I've read with him in, he has, is upset to a degree that the the codex of societies has been turned into a religious doctrine, yeah, when it was only supposed to be a guideline. Um, which is really interesting, I think, but um, I sometimes wonder if with the squads they haven't gone almost the other way you know for for example a tactical squad layout is a very sensible layout and i don't i don't see why a, a primary squad can't be like that personally yeah i'd like to see that special weapon eight bolt rifles and like a primary heavy bolt or something
0: we all want it <laughs> so why don't we have it we all want it it's like um it's funny that you should mention them on like guidelines because I was talking to someone at work the other day about something and I said yeah but the thing is you you've got to remember it's it's more like guidelines uh, like in that film and I couldn't remember what the film was and then when I looked it up it's bloody Pirates of the Caribbean that's <laughs> not very <laughs> in-depth that's like I say so what I've actually done is tried to illustrate my point in work by referencing Pirates <laughs> brilliant um so yeah not not loads of output hobby wise um but uh i what i have done um is read the first trilogy of kyphus kane um i've read kyphus kane before but i i wasn't sure quite how far i'd read through it do you know what kyphus kane is yeah so yeah yeah so he's like the 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 flashman type blackadder-esque yeah um commissar that's it's just so good it's just so funny and um it uh did you read these or listen to them read them read them i am reading them on the ipad
1: all right okay um
0: so i've read the first trilogy um absolutely super really good loved it you've
1: read you've read a trilogy of books in two weeks
0: yeah when, when I actually bother to read, I read quite quickly and quite a lot. It's not a massive. massive... It's not like reading Lord of the Rings? No, it's only, I think it was about 900 pages, something like that. So it isn't like. What, for the whole trilogy? Yeah. They're only little books. Well,
1: That's then... <laughs> like just three short stories. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's difficult to know on the iPad because you you can adjust it.
1: Yeah, I, have I a can't read so I don't I, I don't re- really uh, know
0: how many pages it was because I, I just had it adjusted quite small. Um so yeah that they were really good and then um I've been given for my birthday this bloodlines which is again I can't this was a great idea this background until I wanted to show you something but anyway bloodlines so it's one of the Warhammer crime novels set oh yeah in, yeah yeah in the hive Which I thought I'd really enjoy because I really like that kind of thing. Like I, I I love John Grisham and and his kind of conspiracy esque sort, like working out what's going on, investigatory. Yeah, that's even a word. Um, books. So I'm, you know, that. But with Uh, Have you started it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's great. It's real necromundary as well because it's obviously in a hive world. Yeah. And it's like, and it's so, it's Chris Ray, And I, I think Chris Ray is just- great. I really, I really rate Chris Ray, Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But he, he really sets the scene well in the sort of opening, opening few pages when it's like, it's this, um, it's this girl who's like, obviously gone, like down into the, like under Hy-Vee bit. And there's, and he's talking about like all the neon signs and there's music pumping out and there's people like, out of their brains on these random exotic narcotics. And, you know, he's he's like describing the sort of smells and the heat and all the hustle and bustle. And and it just, it puts me a little bit in my, it's a bit like how star Wars did the kind of cantina and the kind of.
1: What in the uh, second episode two. Is
0: it episode two?
1: Yeah. Where they're chasing the, Bounty hunter, shapeshifter.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's just really.
1: I I was thinking oh. more like Blade Runner, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Blade. It, yeah, I mean, it's much darker, obviously, than, mm. Star than like Star Wars. But I I suppose what I meant was more around the the setting, the real kind of the realism, I suppose, which I yeah. like. You know, similar. I, I guess a better comparison would be like Eisenhorn books. Oh, more Eisenhorn books. Yeah. So yes, yeah, to be on television, it's really good. Mm. It's it's brilliant actually. So yeah, so yeah, not done a lot, but still managed to natter on for ten minutes. So, what about you? You've been painting faces.
1: What well, I've been painting faces only in that when I assembled my space halls, must be ten years ago. Apparently. I like to put in bare helmets, bare heads instead of helmets. So, <laughs> out of roughly a squad of say ten, I reckon two have got helmets, mostly. <laughs> the rest haven't. So I've had to paint faces, and um, which has been really cool.
0: That is so you. I used to build all of my Space Marines with helmets because I didn't want to paint flesh.
1: Yeah, but this is so backgroundy for the Space Force to feel yeah, yeah, yeah. feel like trapped in their helmet, although i do if i get a chance now put their helmet on their belt when i'm building models so if there's room on the belt on an intercessor i'll put i'll put the helmet on because as much as you know wolves' senses are much better with their helmet off than auto senses which just goes to say a lot for a wolf's senses but their helmets are definitely stronger than their skulls so
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure
1: they're wading into... They're not orcs. No. Um, so, yeah. So I, I've actually painted an awful lot the last couple of weeks because um, I've had to quarantine, which has been rubbish in some ways, but um, it's meant that I've got, like, an extra two hours back and I haven't been able to go running because I'm not allowed to leave the house. Um, so I've gained a lot of time back. So
0: in the last two weeks, I've painted... Um, Are you not even allowed to, like, leave the house to do your n- daily exercise?
1: Not if you're quarantined. Not if no. you're
0: isolating. Oh, okay.
1: Well, apparently not. Hmm. And and it, to be honest, I wouldn't do it anyway because where I go running, which is on the trail down... Uh, the it's hill,
0: public area. It's public it? and
1: it's absolutely packed with dog walkers and whatnot. So hmm. it's just not sensible. And um, so the first thing I got done was the primary Chaplin from um Indomitus, the you know, the conversion I did, really chuffed with that. Oh me, that that is just absolutely amazing. I <laughs> just love it. Yeah, I I was really happy with how he came out painted as well, because there's always a little bit of nervousness that your green stuff won't work painted. Which is something that people don't often I don't think consider, but it's quite easy to green stuff detail onto a model that just doesn't look anything like you wanted it to when you paint it. Yeah. There has to be enough surface area to take paint and highlight it and do all of the things that you would do, um, which I think is a learning curve for me. Then um, I'm really shocked with how he turned out. I tried some new stuff on the black. Um, so I had s- sort of shading it in inverted commas with brown. I used Mournfang Brown to shade it. Oh, yeah, we were discussing
0: that, I think, when you did it.
1: yeah. Um, to try and add a bit more colour into the black, sort of warm him up a bit, um, and then I used, uh, or oh, is it s- something scale, Stegadon green or something? What's that called? I can see it. I get it
0: off myself.
1: Yeah, Stegadon scale green as the first highlight, rather than because it's got a bit more green in than uh, Inky by Darkness. I thought a little bit warmer. And then uh Bright Dinge, because that's a gray, 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 a brownie gray as well. So I just tried to make the whole armor a bit warmer, and I think it worked really well.
0: I so, really like the um, the Scavenesque named grays Storm Vermin Fur, Skavenblight Dinge, and Eshin Gray. They've got a bit more browning. They're really good. Yeah, they're really nice. Really good. Yeah. Very nice for like organics as well. Yeah. Okay. good for hair yeah yeah
1: like when people if you if you paint an old hair which is because I've done a load of faces I've I've been I I love painting natural things and when I do that I always try and use that opportunity to get variety across the unit we spoke about this a lot before but if I've got so I've, I've, I've painted 36 grey hunters in the <laughs> last in the last two two weeks um, taking them from sort of half done to finished. And I'm super chuffed with that. I've probably uh, at least uh, at least 20, 25 of those were bare heads. And there's not 25 bare-headed space wolf heads. So you, you get duplicates. So the way to solve that is to paint them different colours, you know, just from an aesthetic point of view. But I've been playing with all sorts of different colours, and I've used bright Dinge a lot on the hair rather than the colder greys, because... It looks like brown hair going grey rather than just grey hair, which doesn't make a great deal of sense to me. Um, And I don't think it looks right when when I painted it before. I just don't think it looks right. So I was quite happy with that. Um, Yeah, so that's the second thing I've done is I've I've finished off. I've just got the final highlight to do on the armour of eight guys and then do the the filter, you know, the the brown filter enamel filter on them and then the osl because i tend to do the sort of greens and the blues after i've put the brown otherwise it doesn't work because you want the bright colors in the in the recesses you don't want to darken that down Mm -hmm. um and then they're done which is sweet which will be that huge batch that i started many months ago finished oh wow really exciting
0: (laughs) um and I
1: also got Nell Stormcrawler done. Oh,
0: yeah. the weekend. Which um, one? The old one or the Terminator one? The Terminator one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I've been trying to paint, like, a character at the weekend,
1: and this weekend I've got Ulrich the Slayer lined up to do tomorrow. The do and,
0: one.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, such a
0: yeah.
1: nice model. I'm leaving the older metal ones to do when I do my 30-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Army.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I I said to Jay, like, I got this I got the tray of all my sort of characters next to me and I was like, pick a character for me to do at the weekend and she chose Nail Stormcaller and I was like, Fine, cool. Yeah, he's great,
0: he's-
1: great model. Although it did remind me of why uh, metal I know we it's a lot of people love metal models. I do too. Get some great detail out of them, they're really robust, but my god does paint chip off of them easy. You know, there is there is a good millimetre of varnish on the on the ears of his uh, wolf pelt now <laughs> because it's chipped off so many times. Yeah, um, just just by gently rubbing it against something before it was completely dry. So, um, yeah, very frustrating. But I've had a blast. I'm so so close to finishing Ragnar's Astartes company and having that done now that. Really exciting. I've been planning my Ragnar Black Mane Astartes conversion, which is going to really strongly steal from Tommy Saul's idea, but um, I've got the added advantage now of the new plastic Ragnar Black so I can get the head and just stick it on um, Dragon Gaze's model and then put the chainsaw on, and you basically got Ragnar Black Mane, if I'm being honest. So. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm umming and auring about the back banners because I don't have a great deal of back banners in my space walls. I use the kind of little wolf skull trophy rack things, and
0: yeah, I don't. Yeah,
1: more than a back banner, so I probably won't do back banners for him. Um, so yeah, that's that's on the plan. Unfortunately, that conversion is eleven expensive. It's got to buy Ragnar Blackman because <laughs> no one seems to sell his head separately, um, for obvious reasons. And, <laughs> and and uh, a dro- by Chrome Dragon Grey separately, which is like forty quid for
0: your company captain. But this, I'm surprised have. that no one has, because you see a lot of conversions of it. It's just
1: a helmet, yeah. But people, I've been on eBay a few times, and I suppose it's luck of the draw when you go on. I guess. Be nice to find. Nice to find a head just on its own. That'd be useful. And the uh, chainsaw. Frostfang. So you don't have to paint Frostfang on the blade. It's it's already sculpted in. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Make it nice and easy for yourself.
0: So yeah, I've been
1: super busy with it. But uh, this week, probably... I'm pondering Terminators or Wolfguard this week. I think probably Terminators. It's been long enough not having those Terminators painted. And Wolfguard Terminators are just amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing kit. So I think I might do Terminators this week, which would be cool. And then I really, really do need to get (laughs) Ragnar's. Because all I've got after that is my bikers and my tanks and the odd one or two Wolfguards. and And then that company is done. And then I can move on. I can I can sort of shelve the Astartes' half of the army, get that's that bit done, and move on to the Primaris' half of the army and have it so that they transition yeah. over. <laughs> it's going to be amazing.
0: That's so many. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: That's great. <laughs> Ace? I mean, I could argue that if you... At uh, a specific point in Ragnar Company's history, there might have been 200 in there, somewhere. 100 Astartes, 100 Primaris, yeah.
0: Well, if at any time it would be when the Primaris all like sort of rocked up first. Yeah, maybe.
1: The Space Wolves didn't o- welcome them with particularly open arms, though. They had to prove themselves first. Hmm. Yeah. Like true. I guess almost every other chapter. But... Yeah, so I've had a blast. Good. Um, it's been productive. nice because I really hate working from home, I, I hate it so much. Um, I've always had a really clear, really clear work-life balance when it comes to um, medicine. Mm -hmm. Don't like bringing that home at all. No. Don't like having difficult conversations in the house where I think the kids might be listening. I don't like bringing that emotion into the house. I just don't like doing it. Um, it Used to be that I walked home from A&E and by the time I was home, it was done finished and now it's the the drive i get in the car and i get out the other end and work is at work yeah um so so i just hate it i hate working at home the first first week i worked at home um when lockdown started in march last year and we were basically um while we were sorting out how we could see people um and, and work in the same environment with each other we were periodically working at home and I did not sleep well that night at all. <laughs> I didn't, I just couldn't. It, so I'm, getting, I'm supposed to get better at it. But what it does mean is that I can, The almost the way I've been sort of doing that transition is I've been shutting down my computer when I finished all my work and I've been getting the models straight out and painting something. Yeah. And that kind of painting something is my kind of release period in between. And then when I've painted something for sort of 45 minutes or so, I'm going out and seeing the family. So I'm not just walking straight out the door. Study door. That's just an idea. Helpful, actually. But the self-control to, to do my home, work from home at the same desk as all my models. I don't know how like the Warhammer community team do it. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Because <laughs> I'd be sat and just painted. Just so hard.
0: Yeah. But there we are. There we are. Now, I'm quite keen to move on now into the Galaxy of War because we have decided to record today, despite um, uh, the busyness of times uh, at the moment, because it has been an awesome preview and there is shizzle to talk about. So, without further ado... Galaxy of War. Into the Galaxy of War. Welcome, listeners, to the grim darkness of the far future. And you better have some serious faith in the Emperor, or you are going to be pounded into the ground. And that is it, really, isn't it? Yep, that's it. Let's go in. That's it. T- that we're done. We're done. So it has been reveal day. woo More reasons to throw money at stuff. Woohoo! Um, and it's been quite interesting because there's just been stuff that, well, I don't know about you, but I was not expecting those battle sister exosuit things.
1: No, I, it's weird, isn't it? Hindsight is twenty twenty. So when they were talking about blood, blood and fury, or, or blood and purity, or something, or whatever the catchphrase was, what are they going on about?
0: What are you talking about now?
1: Oh, what dead, it was the, caused, dead and the dead and the divine. divine. Yeah, I didn't peg divine as being the sisters of battle.
0: No, no, no. Or, no
1: but there you go it was it was the sisters of battle
0: i really like it do you know what i reckon what it needs because i said to you like it hasn't like leapt out at me at this stage as cool as it is it needs it would really benefit from like a a nice conversion making it dynamic yeah i think it's the sort of thing that could be real dynamic but i mean yeah no they're cool They're cool. It's nice to see something different and fresh. And it's quite exciting that, like, it says 2021 will see even more reinforcements on the way for your sister of battle. And it's called a Paragon Warsuit, which is a bloody awesome name, isn't it? So we're just getting started for Adeptus Psoritis in 2021. Your faith will be rewarded even further. Oh,
1: That's the cool thing, isn't it? They're now outside of the blueprint that was sisters of battle previously they've already yeah. sort of deviated a little bit with a couple of the character models and whatnot but that's a completely new thing
0: they're real nice
1: sense. you know it, it, i don't really it makes complete sense to have a battlesuit yeah, of for, course it for does. every kind of high-tech imperial army grey knights have one space marines have one
0: even the guard have sent even
1: the guard have, Sentinels. The guard have Sentinels, you know so yeah, yeah. Having some form of war suit for the Sisters of Battle just makes complete sense, yeah, and I, the the aesthetic is is sleek, fits the Sisters of Battle kind of silhouette. I know Jess Goodwin likes to use that that term phrase, but it does it fits their silhouette. But it's got those little bits on it which are reminiscent of the knight, you know, like the shoulder trims and stuff, and the shoulder pads.
0: If anything, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually it's actually a little bit understated for sisters of battle when yeah. you consider like the exorcist tank, for example, <laughs> which is basically a walking <laughs> cathedral organ. Yeah, yeah, a driving cathedral organ. Yeah,
1: no, you're right. I, I, I like the kind of bit at the top. It, it reminds me of the custodes dreadnoughts quite a lot. So it ties yeah. it into that kind of, you know, religious kind of emperor, and strong affinity. I really like it. And, you know, that kind of mini arm thing. It's a totally, I love Appleseed, so I don't, I, people just need to get over it. I'm sorry. Watch Appleseed and get over it because they all do it. The only thing that we haven't seen that that kind of awesome battle suit has in those kind of things is that the troopers who wear them hold a gun in their hands that actually fires and then the mech that they're piloting holds the same but like 50 times the size so they're just it's just wicked.
0: oh yeah there's that there's one in the video that's a bit more dynamic
1: um Mm.
0: that looks real nice real nice oh and i don't know if you spied it but uh in the sort of cartoony bit where at the beginning of the video there's a bit where there's a sister wearing one but it's but but wings come out so that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is very exciting. Oh, I've changed my mind. I like it. Right. Well, not, the helmet- that I, not, not that I didn't like it, but...
1: I would have the helmeted version every time.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. To be honest. Um, to be honest the get- main reason for that, though, is because, you know, I couldn't have a model with a woman giving me that stare because it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. What are you shaking your head for?
1: <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yeah, it's quite a stare, isn't
0: it? I, th- I, yeah, I like the arms. Well, only because, like, you know, if I get that stare off Harriet, I, I'm fleeing. <laughs> I am fleeing. Going out the door. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit like, you know, like when you see those cats and like they get frightened and then you go, woo, go <laughs> mental. That's my reaction. Is there melter guns on her shoulders? Mm-hmm. Or flamethrowers? Or bolt weapons. Or bolt weapons. Don't know. Uh, More guns.
1: Yeah. I think um, what will be interesting is seeing how it lines itself up with the arms. Because one of the things that I've started to notice is the little subtle details, like on the infiltrators or the incursor kits, that I had noticed when they first came out, that their backpack thingy points in the direction that their head is looking. Yeah,
0: that's
1: and great. And I love that. I love yeah. that. Really, do I? I really like her. I think that I think it's going to be an awesome addition to the Sisters of Battle. It's going to add that kind of mid-size or larger-size kind of variation model in there that isn't a tank. And I personally think they've nailed the aesthetic just right. I can't see another way that they could do arms on a model like that Sister of Battle. You know how she'd get her arms into a sort of war suit, and it mm. would make sense. I can't see another way of doing it. No. And I think it looks great. And you could argue, background-wise, that there's a power shield covering them, which would make perfect sense. So it wouldn't be the first time.
0: Well, yeah. To be honest, like Space Marines do it all the time, and they've got it's just about got power armor.
1: Yeah, there was. I got told this when I was just getting into the hobby. I've got to admit, I've never actually read it but a staff member at games workshop told me that they didn't space Marine sergeants could not wear helmets because they had little power fields that covered their heads. (laughs) It's probably nonsense, but
0: I I always sounds like the sort of thing that you would say to like an 11 year old, who was like, yeah, but he doesn't have a helmet on and you'd be like, yeah, but he's cool. So he has a, a, like a power shield. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, um, I need to I need I need to talk about the Pariah Nexus kill team. Yeah. Duh, heavy intercessors, man. Yeah, they're sweet, are they? They Is really... that the first time we've seen plastic flayed ones? Yeah. It is, yeah. And it's the I first don't... time we've seen a chronomancer, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The flayed ones are horrible. They're everything that they should be. Yeah. Really yeah, they are great. because what they've done as well is they've incorporated that sort of falling apart element of the newer the new yeah. kit, new necron Warrior kit where they're sort of falling apart a bit. Yeah, they are they're brilliant, aren't they? They're oh they're hideous. Hideous, hideousness. And the Chronomance is brilliant. I love him. I've the What's only one on in... there is he is he, un, he ain't got legs, has he? He's like floating on like a load of tentacles. Yeah. That makes me think of the squid things in um, the Matrix.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love his stuff. That's my favourite bit. Yeah, and the little box he's holding in his hand. Because you're like, what on earth does that do? Yeah, it's good. I um only model I don't like is the captain, and I don't know why. It just doesn't look comfortable in the positions in. It doesn't. Maybe it's the angle that the photo is shot at, but his
0: his body position. No. Nah. He just looks like he's posing.
1: Yeah, he does. That's what I point. He doesn't look he looks like he's posing for a photograph rather than in a natural position. I yeah. don't know. I I think sometimes I what I usually find with these kind of thing is that once I see it in three dimensions, it makes sense. And getting a photograph where you've got all of the detail in sometimes I think means you miss out on some of the structure of the model mm. personally. But
0: the, the heavy intercessors are just I Every just, single one of them has a cool pose. I love yeah. there's quick shoot that, and then there's right okay. I've got a big bolt gun and I'm gonna shoot it. Amy man reloading multipart. guy. I mean, what the hell? I love the reloading, that's guys. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's the multi part kit, apparently, isn't it? I yeah, think they said is. that in the stream, didn't they? Yeah, um, do you watch the stream? No, I didn't. No, I I, I, tr- I sort of watched a little bit of it, but I was in the middle of writing the emails. Um, yeah, I love them. Yeah. They're great.
1: Um, my concern with it is is the price of the box, to be honest, because I think we've got tri- we've got spoiled a little bit with the last couple Kill team boxes, where you had all that scenery in. Th- this is a handful of scenery and twelve models, and a book. I, I would be very upset if that was over fifty quid. I've got to say it. I wouldn't buy it if it was over fifty quid. I'd probably I'd probably look at getting the heavy incessor separately. Um when they come out later. My worry is it's gonna be eighty quid and I and I think that would really hurt. That would be there's some you know, sometimes when you look at like, when you when they brought out the original kill team box, that was like a, that was a no brainer, you know. In fact, I bought two (laughs) because of the scenery in it. It was worth the two just for the scenery. In fact, it was worth the two for half the scenery in some ways. There was so much in it. Um, And that was 80 quid. Whereas, you know, we got 12 models in a book.
0: And what is effectively an objective pack? The problem is, mate, and the reason that it might be more than 50 quid is a space marine captain is like 20 quid and then a chronomancer is like 1750 the heavy intercessors would be 30 quid because they're like terminators look in the flayed ones i don't really know how to price those then you've got a rule book and terrain i'm not i'm agreeing i I agree with you like just looking at it especially i don't know if you've looked at the picture of the contents but when you look at the game board with the models on it just it isn't it doesn't feel like there's a lot there, no. Um and therefore, like yourself, I think over fifty quid would seem steep. But actually, if you break it down into its components, you can see the pricing guys sitting there at their desks going, "Yeah, yeah, that adds up to be eighty quid or whatever."
1: I, I can but fully we'll understand the argument. But I can I can fully understand the argument, but I, I do feel that when it comes to a box set release, it either grabs me. Or it doesn't. And that grab that will grab me for like fifty quid. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's 80, I'd I'd struggle.
0: Yeah. I'd I like, think the other like... thing that's a bit if it was if it was the push fit models, I think we might see it be less because it cause it could go into like anywhere. Yeah. But anyway, um I think it would be far more exciting to scroll down slightly. Oh mate.
1: This this is just yeah. <laughs> the titan <laughs> it's just it's just when i first saw the picture of the leg i was like is that going to be an imperator and it took me about 15 seconds to work out that i didn't really mind it doesn't matter it, if there's a new titan that's epic if it's the imperator that's epic when i saw it i realized i was even more excited by this than i <laughs> <laughs> it was a type. yeah
0: because it's, it's different new. and it's different it's just fabulous what i love about it actually is um you, you know you are right in as much as it is brand new to the battlefields and stuff it harkens back to some of the original concept art for yeah. the original titanicus um and but that's I what they're working from, isn't it? That's it. I remember yeah. like three or four years ago when we went to Warhammer Fest before Titanicus, the year before the one where we went and they had all those of Titanicus and it was very exciting. Um, they showed off some of the sketches and things and there mm. was something like this. But yeah, I mean, it is just immense. And I, I love all the little anti-aircraft guns sticking out of the top of it. and Oh, it's it's brilliant.
1: It is yeah, brilliant. It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And the little scale thing that came with it, just showing like yes, how everything scales. It looks and like how... it could do with a bit bigger base,
0: though, doesn't it? <laughs> you think it's got it's like, it's only just on that base.
1: Yeah. Isn't it? Well, what is exciting when you see that and see how big that is compared to the Warlord is if they did an Imperator, it's going to be
0: massive. <laughs> (laughs) It's going to be absolutely The thing is, in truth, there's very little argument for them not to do one.
1: An Imperator? No, there isn't. Other than it would unbalance the game. But then one of the coolest bits of Titanicus, the novel, is when the Imperator strides out from the havoc that's going on and all of the loyalist Titans are like, oh, God, that's it. And there's a lot of loyalist titans. There's like 10 warlords. You know, there's a lot Mm. of them there. And the the leader's just like, I've forgotten what she's called. It's just like, this isn't happening. We can't beat it. And then his second in command, it's like, nah, we can. But we'd all have to fire at the exact same point on the void shield, at the exact same time. And there's only one way we can do that. And that's if one person commands all of the warlords at once. And then they patch him in on the Eosphere to all the warlords. And I'm sorry if I'm giving away parts of the story to people, but to be the precept of a titan, the titan has to trust you. And that can take like a decade, if not longer, before the titan fully trusts you. And you have to work your way to that position. And this guy has such a a force of will that when all of these other Princeps are like, yeah, do it, but you're going to have to convince the Titans to do it. And he comes on, he's like, this is what we're doing. And the Titans are all like, "Yep." It's an unwritten thing in that because he talks about how to be a Princeps to even start the training. It's a one in a million person. Mm. To make it to Warlord Princeps, that's another one in a million. It's your... To be able to control, like, ten warlords all at once. You know, you're you're talking about, like, the mental fortitude beyond anything we could almost imagine. And they all fire at one point on this Imperator Titan shield and knock it out and then hit it with everything they've got. It's just sublime. It's absolutely brilliant. And imagine incorporating that kind of rule set where you've got to make, like, a like a leadership test or something to multi-control titans to all fire at the same point on something. Sh- you know, it, it might unbalance the game, as the game is now, but I think if they brought in an Imperator, you could say, okay, this bad boy is worth, points-wise, five or six Warlords, or however many, you know. You'd have to take on a whole army <laughs> to deal with this Imperator titan, because, don't get me wrong... You know, it can deal with knights as well. It's not just like it's a massive thing that could clumber around. It's got gun batteries on its legs. It carries a company of space marines in its feet. It's
0: ridiculous. This thing has got so many guns, it is absurd. Every time I look at it, I find more. There's little missiles in the top, and then there's missiles under its arms, and then it's got massive, great plasma death guns.
1: Plasma Um, death
0: guns. Yeah. I love the fact, I like the scaling. Mm. So the knights are Grandis, then the hand Titan is Grandis. Then you get Immensus, Magnificus, and then this is Monumentus. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: do you reckon they call the Imperator then?
0: Cathedralus. flipping <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah, Cathedralus. That would be great, wouldn't it? Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> so we get another book as well, so that'll look nice on my shelf.
1: As long as they've lined up
0: yeah. oh, no, so the uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter, um, so yeah, that's that's wonderful, and of course, they're bringing in another bringing out a, the traitor legion book as well, which they mention at some point, so yeah, another thing that looks fantastic, and another it's really tough, and it? it is. I know it's like ridiculous situation to complain about, but. <sighs> I could literally say now I'm just going to do Titanicus and I'd have a full year. I
1: I love, I love painting my Titans. Mm. I absolutely adored it. I love the warlord model just so much that if, if there was someone playing Titanicus near me, I, I, I could spend every other week playing Titanicus Titanicus mm. forevermore and be completely happy. I just, I love the scale of it, you know, and the, the detail that they've managed to get into that scale is just wonderful. Like the railings on the back, like, um, yes. Balcony bit on the back of the wall. I love the little door. (laughs) Yeah. It's just brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. It kind of asks you to paint it. Yeah. You know, like that door, I was just going to, I was just going to paint it metal and have done with it. And then we were sat doing it together. Do you remember? And you were like, I'm gonna paint cro- like chevrons on mine. I was like, ooh, let's paint chevrons. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it just it's asking you to add detail
0: into play. Yeah, it is. It is.
1: It's wonderful.
0: And there we are. A whistle stops tour through the excitement to come. Oh, and of course, the Death Guard came out onto pre order today as well. With their a couple Codex of new models. And their pizza oven. It's just superb. And yeah, so, they did get new models. They got a terminator character with like one of the Flamer, heavy flamer things. Mm. And then the, the pizza oven thing, which is like pe- the, the two pieces of scenery, which is pretty snazzy. <laughs>
1: pizza oven. It does look like one, though. Don't associate pizza with Nurgle. It's it is favorite, cool. It's my like, favourite like, food. Yeah. I, can't, I can't be eating a pizza and thinking of
0: Nurgle. No. It, it, it is. It's, it's ace. Um, I really want to do some Death Guard, man. But I can't do them as well. Why not? because i i want i've got rift stalkers i want to do i want to do salamanders i've already said then techtar
1: you don't have to do it now you, you think of the grander picture and start making those plans in your mind because you've done it with corn and it's with chaos there is this wonderful opportunity to have crossover armies that like a, a decent chunk of your force you can play 40k of fantasy and i think that for me has always been one of the best strengths of 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 chaos, always has. Mm. Especially yeah. now when they've, you can have circle bases on both of them. Is li- there's no there's no like nothing to stop yeah. you from doing it. And I think when your Nurgle army for Age of Sigma has reached a point where there's loads of, you know, you've got a bunch of demons done and you've got that little core. What's the stopping you just painting a squad? Of oh people. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you then you already you already got an army because you've got great models as well. Um, although, like we were just talking about this the other day, that um, there's a couple of no longer with us, like the easy build ones.
0: Yeah, loads of them disappearing. Loads of them. You can get the. Um,
1: can you get the Dark Imperium? No, you can't get the Dark Imperium. No. Well. The hope is, that what well, my hope is. That'll that come do, along as a
0: start collecting.
1: Yeah, that they'll do what they did with Age of Sigma for those. Mm. I think it would be daft not to,
0: because some of those models you just can't get anywhere else. No, and they're great. And they've already paid for the mould, haven't they? So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, right. Exciting times in the Galaxy of War, but it's also exciting times in the Mortal Realms. It is. So I want to go there now. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, of course it is. Oh, the phone's
0: beeping. Hello? Well, that was Ghosts in the Machine.
1: Hi, guys, and uh, we are in the Mortal Realms. I'm not going to do... Wonderful, mysterious introduction, like Dan, because I just don't have the voice for it. Yes, you and, do. No,
0: Dan, you do. Don't. Anyway, I'm. I'm not really <laughs> interested in long introductions because I'm so excited, don't it? That picture, flipping two-handed sword elves. And
1: this is this is why because he just interrupts you in a
0: few seconds. Yeah, well, yeah, but nobody wants to hear it, does? It? Do they really? No. Um, I just. Oh my gosh. That dude with the bow sev Sev what's he called? Severith, Lord of the Seventh Wind. Yeah. Oh. They are so good, man. Those those two handed sword silhouette guys. Oh
1: Yeah, I, I I'm yeah, really excited.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. I've just noticed in the video. The silhouette of another guy up on the wind, which was different.
1: I think we're going to see little bits of them released over the next couple of uh, couple of months. So we've had the kangaroo dudes as well. Oh yeah, which which would have been previewed. Yeah, look,
0: that guy's like completely different pose. Oh, probably build it from the same box. Yeah, probably actually,
1: probably like a different one. So it looks like we've got some swordsmen, to, as a, like instead of the hammer guys. Yeah, there looks like there's a wizard in there. Yeah, Of some description, mage, whatever you call it. There's the fox-like dudes. Yeah, which I think is to instead of the mountain, bulls. Um, you know the demigods. There's yeah. the the riders on the kangaroos, which, when I first saw, I got to say I was a bit like, eh. But when you got them front on and they you know they're all sort of coming towards you it reminded me of that bit in um, Jurassic Park where yeah, the yeah the the big runny dinosaurs yeah that begin with g and I knew them as a kid but I don't know they're any more are running towards them it reminded me of that so I, I yeah
0: I kind of fallen in love with him a little bit too. I'm preferring from just from the silhouettes, mind, the helmets on the sword guys. Mm-hmm. I, I less kind of horn, more still ornate, but not big horns. Um, so I'm really liking that. And yes, I think you make a really good point about the the dinosaur thing because it's actually almost kind of a shame. Even Warhammer community linked them to kangaroos. Linked him to kangaroos. I think that was
1: because what people were saying about them when the potato pictures came out the day before.
0: Yeah, um, but equal. They've also paint. They are painted in sort of an organic-y, obviously in like a fur color, which yeah. also links you to. But so my sort of image. I must admit, <laughs> not quite as terrifying, although still quite a frightening thing. I thought more like ostriches running. Is yeah, where yeah. I was, I, I do think it would be great to see some with lances, um, but they're, yeah, they're brilliant, and I love that other creature—the the one that the guys ride in.
1: Yes, that's the character yeah, one. Yeah, that's really awesome. He's I think awesome. Um, a, a bipedal one might possibly be more stable for from for riding for firing from the back of mm. than a quadruped.
0: Yeah, yeah, a full tilt. We need James back, don't we, to talk about running animals? We do. We
1: do need him to back to talk about running animals. But I think I think that they're great. I think that you're going to get some real diversity in that army now. And I kind of also... There's a lot of, like, oriental myth and culture references going on in these. Like, the bowmen have got the longer bow arm at the top than the bottom which is very reminiscent of the Japanese horse archers Mm. and I think that that's where they've got the helmet design from because because samurai helmets do have like those ornate and there's a there's almost certainly a name for them but the crests on the front that are quite extravagant to mark them out on the battlefield
0: yeah
1: and I think that that's where they've gone with this they've just done a they've just done a warhammer on it and turned it up to 11
0: um <laughs> yeah, oh well of course. And um and so the next book is Techless. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you reckon we're gonna have a Sigma? I'm
0: so excited. Oh god, I hadn't even thought of that.
1: Sigma. Are we just gonna go through the <gasps> Oh we can have a Gorkin Walker? A Gorkin Walker with a Gorkin Walker.
0: That what they should do if they do Gorka Morka, right, is they should totally do it like a double cover. So, like, one side is Gork, and then they flip it over, and it's Mork. Yeah. And it works we, that way. That would be ace. They
1: need to do, like, a big destruction god, don't they? Like, because everyone else has got a god, in fairness, or a embodiment of a god, like a greater demon, or a or an actual god like Tecla Solario and Marathi. Um you know, I'd
0: got... quite like them to do like Grungny. That would be sweet. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Well, they're going to do Malarian. I'm sure they'll do Malarian.
1: Grung, Grung, having a dwarf who's like not much bigger than like Gotrek's model, but like just biffed out on like some just like epic rock base or something, like a rock base, or riding on some massive ass dragon.
0: He'd probably have an anvil. Being carried by dragons, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, a, a,
1: an anvil forged into the back of a dragon. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do
0: Tyrion then. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? It's so good, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. Oh. It is. It's is like in the preview. What was the thing that was like the? Surprise. Oh, the Warhammer quest that we haven't got to, to talk about yet.
1: Yeah. I only think... Well, the only thing that bugs me about this a little bit is that there's now almost as many models has been released for Lumineth Realm Lords as there was at the release of Lumineth Realm Lords. they need a new codex already. And I'm not even joking. There's, there's now more models released than there was in the original.
0: Mm. So...
1: But then, I guess... It makes you wonder if this wasn't all going to be released last year.
0: Yeah, quite possibly. Um but then uh, it's difficult, isn't it? Because like if they bought <laughs> you don't want a new army book every year. At least this way with TechList, you know, there's more to it than just Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you do have the app. Yeah, it's true. Um yeah, it, no. It's,
1: you know, I get I do get what you're saying, but I mean you you're gonna have a whole section of rules on building an air army now.
0: Yeah. Um They're gonna be Luminef Realm Lords, Cities of Sigma, Magakin, Flesh Eater Courts, and Ossiark Bone Reaper rules in there. Yeah. Bit of yeah. mix. Uh,
1: Magakin in a book with that cover just doesn't seem right, does it? It doesn't, no. No. <laughs> it doesn't.
0: It doesn't. To like put a plaster on it in the corner or something, just to <laughs> make it fit. But um, he, yeah. So should we should we talk about the the game system that I I because account- no, we aren't quite there yet because we've still got the daughters of Cain spells.
1: All right. Okay. Yeah. They've released daughters of Cain spells. Right. I've let's talk that, about this. <laughs> no, because you love <laughs> the, that. The snake is amazing. That blood like, viper in, thing is yeah, great, isn't it? You could you could buy that to put in as an enemy in the Dungeons & Dragons RPG. Easy. It's just awesome. Mm. You could mount some evil like blood knight or something on the back of it, and that would work as well. Mm. There's so much potential with it. It's just yeah. fab. It's just fab.
0: Yeah, it is really cool. I like it a lot. A lot, a lot. And the heart that makes me think of um Indiana Jones. Yeah, Calimari. Yeah, Aces. Cool. Right now we can talk about what you want to talk about. Underworlds. Yo!
1: I I look forward to the new Underworlds releases. I I don't I don't play Underworlds. Oh. I bought the games just to get the gangs because. The little warbands are just magnificent. I cannot think of one that I don't like. But this one, this one's top three easily. The the new vampires one is just... Every single one of those is a character model. Like an army-leading character model.
0: And I love that they all play on the tropes from the vampires, like, originally. Yeah. So, you know, she's quite... I, I guess she's no. I guess she's not overly lamian, actually, is she? Because she's she's more kind of brutal looking, maybe. Well, oh, I suppose they were when they went into their mode. The big guy with the mace looks very von Karstein. Feel, yeah. The guy with the wings, he's really interesting, actually, because he's not like completely gone beast mode, but he has got wings. But my favourite by far, my standout, is the the guy in the red armor. Yeah, he's that is he's that great. is just so good. So good. And um <laughs> I just read the new vampire Warband war band is all about aggression, but can come with heavy penalties if you don't control their hunger. And when we say control their hunger, we don't mean with a sandwich.
1: <laughs> They're magnificent.
0: They are, they are so so wonderful.
1: And they really <sighs> excite me that although we haven't seen anything more about the Colonel Hunters, but these little li- these little seeds are there if they ever wanted to grow them, and that's
0: amazing. Oh, you mean the Kanathi? The the yeah yeah, I know who you mean yeah.
1: Oh yeah yeah, I've probably got the wrong name. Doesn't surprise me if it did. But th- this as well. I mean, I had heard rumours that there was going to be an army to go with these, might yeah.
0: possibly still be, but they're just brilliant. They Absolutely. are, aren't they? They they are they are so stupendous. Ineas Curseborn, Gorath the Enforcer. Prince Duval. He is awesome. He is awesome. Velas von Vein. That's just Oh yeah. man. They're lovely, aren't they?
1: And then as if that wasn't enough.
0: Ridge. Oh yeah. They've they've announced the next Warhammer quest. This is what I wanted, man. This is what he wanted. So and it's much. got
1: so many overtones. I think when Warhammer.
0: we said what when we did that thing about what would we like to see, actually, I think we both said Quest. Warhammer quest. Warhammer quest. Like oh mate. Oh, it's so awesome. And look at those characters. I mean Yeah,
1: so Gorzlav Ga- 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 Gravekeeper is one of the it's is horrendous
0: it is horrendous i'll tell you what it reminds me of is the is the um gaunt summoner head but also then linked in with that um thing from pan's labyrinth with his head as well yeah it's just actually the thing
1: that it it screamed silent hill to me the first time i saw it. oh yeah yeah it's just just horrible it's (laughs) pretty horrible it is. Have I can't you clicked on the he's... website? No. Is he death or is he chaos? I think he's death. He's got that funny sort of scar on his right chest, though.
0: That could be a chaos star. Mm. He he is... um. Well, maybe he is a gaunt summoner that's, like, died and been risen again. Gone a bit wrong. wrong. Gone a bit wibbly. But... <laughs> um because he's a grave grave keeper guy and he buries people alive does he yeah he's, nice he's horrible he's horrible and that guy that witch hunter guy is a legend looking
1: yeah he's, been, he's
0: an outcast from the El- order of azir is he yeah
1: why is he an outcast it doesn't <laughs> say
0: it says they don't know it says some. Um, He's called Jelson Darok, is a one-man death squad with a merciless streak a mile wide. He was once part of the Order of Azir, a well-known and fearsome hunter of witches, aethergeists, and cultists of the dark gods. Though his conduct saw him expelled, the exact reason remains a guarded secret. As mean as Darok, they used to say back in the Order, trust me, boy, they don't know the half of it. Morals are for the weak. (laughs) And then Indian. the overlords of Ulf Khan, which is the the dead side, Gorslav the Gravekeeper. This gaunt and towering creature tends the crypts and charnel pits of Ulf Khan corpse gardens. Silently he toils away in his unhallowed domain, ignoring the screaming terror of his victims as he buries them <laughs> alive beneath mounds of cold grave soil. Well, that gives you the willies, doesn't it? Yeah. Ooh. And then there's like a little quote, and it says, When ye hear the scrape, scrape, scraping of old Gorslav on his walk, the only sound he ever makes, for he ain't one to talk. Flee then, fool, and hide away, and hope he don't come take ye, and bind your arms, and drag ye off to bury ye awake ye. <laughs> it's
1: like an old cornish poem
0: yeah yeah so yeah that's quite cool um and there's like there's a little map as well uh which you can click on different bits of it and it tells you about them so Geistgale, gale which is a, a gate and uh van elton sky docks the clocked a canal this canal is now clogged by dried gore and is home to many carrion horrors sounds nice doesn't it
1: I'll tell you one thing for free with this one. Yeah. I will be getting the expansions the yeah. moment they come out, because they um, they came and went so quickly with
0: Blackstone. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's very exciting, isn't it? Very, very exciting. Super models. Really nice preview. There's two of
1: the best models I think they've done in ages, and that's saying something. That that They're just full of character, aren't they? Yeah, that ex-Inquisitor
0: He's is... Um, it's great, isn't he? I bet Han- Henry Cavill buys him and paints him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, his ace. Yeah, so yeah, what a what a set of I miniatures. Mean, really exciting. Really yeah, exciting, is. isn't it? Um so we've got the Head Knights of Slanesh are also coming out. Uh, we discussed them last time with James, but they're they're coming out at the same time as the Daughters of Cain. So that's going to be exciting. That, that would just—I'm not sure if it would be useful or inconvenient to have a snake tail instead of legs. It's a bit. I would
1: almost certainly get my ass trapped in something.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would, wouldn't you? <laughs> he would
1: like leave it out the car door when I closed it or something
0: oh yeah yeah that's true hmm.
1: should we head on into the community
0: I think so this has gone a bit weird now <laughs> <Just> com- <laughs> contemplating snake tails. yes forwards. forward For a bit more of the deep tone there um don't know why really but anyway thank you for joining us in the community section and today we go back to our traditional shout outs ben has bombarded me with awesomeness um, as he often does so mr hall which link shall i click on first um shall we start off with journey to the hall i think we shall i shall click on it Journey to the Warp, all one word, on Instagram. Oh, great,
1: Look, It's not well. So, Journey to the Warp. I have um, been following this chat for a while, but I really love the realism that this guy gets into his space marines. The the, the weathering is absolutely on point. There's a sort of cleanliness that's there. There's a neatness to it, I should say. It's it's weathering done with intent. And as a result, they look fantastic. But one of the things I really like about them is he uses injuries a lot, which I suppose I'd never really thought about, which sounds might sound a bit daft, but um, like it, blood coming from someone's nose or a bloodied eye or a cut on the forehead and it adds so much character to a model that's weathered, isn't going to have a perfectly pretty face. There's going to be sort of battle injury going on. Yeah. No space marine blood clots in seconds. Fine. But they're still going to have, if it gets smashed in the nose, they're still going to have blood pouring down their nose for a couple of seconds. It's yeah. going to create a mess. And I just think it works so well with the overall aesthetic of the models. I think it's fantastic. And I've pinched a little bit of it on my um spatial sets recently to mm. try and sort of I've got one guy with a big swollen eye, um, cuts on the foreheads, that kind of stuff. And I'm I'm intending to sort of use it more and more. It's also of injury or weathering is a really cool way. Of, um, of of hiding mistakes when you're moving quickly through a, a unit, yeah. batch painting a unit. Um, and being able to do that on skin, I think, is really helpful, really, really helpful, actually. And there's loads of things that I think you could apply it to, like giants and that kind of thing. I've already done bruising and cuts on my giants before, but I really like it. The other thing I really like, and there's a few people I've noticed doing it, is converting the Death Guard models into space marines mm. by filling in the gaps. Oh yeah. Really like it actually. He's got a couple on there where he's done that. Um yeah. Banging. Love it. So that's my first one. My nice. next one. I'm going to I'm gonna save my favorite for last, I think. Um I'm gonna go for um, a couple of terrain ones. So Solvents, right? Solvents has been doing oh some apps, my goodness, <laughs> absolutely brilliant like stuff with paint peeling and chipping.
0: Oh uh,
1: yeah, for his scenery and the textures he gets on his stuff is incredible. But it there is very few scenery accounts that are better than this guy's. He not only posts things like check out this, these photographs that I've been using for inspiration. But he posts the buildings that he's constructed. It, it's amazing. It really, yeah, really is amazing. Is really good stuff here, isn't there? And, Very uh, atmospheric. At the moment, I think he's working on something called a sump hive, um, like an underwater hive or under, underground hive. Mm. He posted a I think he posted a pic yeah, he posted a picture of what it might look like um a little bit of way back. I just I think it's fantastic and I've I spend an awful lot of time poring over the details of his models. Yeah. It's exactly as
0: I want my necromunda stuff to look. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Really good. Very nice.
1: And the paint peeling It actually looks like it's flaking off. I mean, I get get the concept of chipping. I get that. But when you've got it so it looks like the paint is sort of bubbling up, like it's about to come off, I just don't understand how he's done it. I really don't understand how he's done it. No. Baffles me a little bit, but it's exciting. So I'm hoping that there'll be tutorials along the way at some point. But um, the second one... Of the scenery is um, rapid tabletop. Now we've actually mentioned this guy before when we picked up his posts on Facebook, but he does little sections based on the on um, on the zone mortalis board sections. And he oh yes, them, yeah, and so you can piece them all together. And he's got like massive cranes and train stations and uh, relay towers and water flows. He mounts almost all of his board sections on a bit of foam so you can get depth into them too. Yeah. Um, And he's just started to do tutorial videos. Watched one of them today. Um, Really, really cool. Really, really cool.
0: Yeah. It's really really nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and the stuff the thing I love about it is it's modular.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really like it. It's really good. Really good.
1: fairness nice. So So that's rapid underscore tabletop. Yes. Um, and the last uh, guy was sol underscore vince. They were all on Instagram. And then um, next is a couple of Space Wolf ones. So I've got Radicraft. Um, R-A-D-D-I craft all one word and he's been doing sculpting sculpting space walls and painting them and I can only envy how fast he paints this space walls. <laughs> when he gets going they're they just churning them out love it but I, I like a lot of what he does like taking really simple techniques and creating excellent looks out of it like the leather for example which he's just posted a video on how to do his yellow, he gets a fantastic trans- smooth transition on his yellow that I really love, and I love the colour of it. But, um, yeah, loads of cool stuff on there, if you're a Spatels fan.
0: I'm um, sorry, dude. I, which one was that? I don't know if I've got the right one. Radicraft. Oh, right, no, didn't. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. Well like the... Shield on the blade guard there.
1: Yeah, that's one of the shields from um, the Grey, not Grey Hunters, the Grey
0: Slayers pack. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that now. Yeah, it's a nice shield. What's nice that shield. thing? It's annoying on the app for Instagram because you can't can't get things up like to look at them really close on the iPad anyway. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Um,
1: oh, I mean, is... have
0: you seen the Primaris? Sorry, the well, it is Primaris, obviously, but the um, the Psyker, mm, yeah, it's great
1: uh, uh, really with
0: the glowing f- eyes,
1: yeah, that's excellent, yeah. really fantastic. Cool, uh, he, he's got a Necron sword as well. Cool, he's pinched, yeah. One of the things he's done recently, the um, with the Psyker has put the, the the wolf spirit wrapping around his legs.
0: Mm.
1: Like, I'm sorry, Radicraft, I'm stealing that. It's just happening. It's just so good. Really, really good. Love that idea. Amazing. Um, and then next is something that I know that we've shouted at before, but he, he's just got such a fantastic Space Wolves collection that he's been really inspirational to me recently is Uplander. Um mm. he I first sort of saw is Pete Whitlam, Pete's work, um, for for 30k and he's sort of transferred a lot of that aesthetic into 40k. I, I love it. Yeah. I really love it. I love the white cream, creamy white, along with like a, the Space Works grey and the gold. It's wonderful. And I love the tone of gold he's got, that kind of almost pale gold. Yeah, it's it's a a great overall sort of color palette that I I just love. And it makes me want to pick up those bloody Forge World Space Wolf transfers because he just makes them look amazing. Oh, they're lovely. I can't, I'm,
0: yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, you need those.
1: I just don't want to use them for for 40K because I'm going to use them for 30K.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: want to do them both. But yeah, a lovely, lovely army coming together. Yeah, for, it's been a great conversion of a of a uh, Redemptor Dreadnought recently too, which someone's just painted up almost instantaneously. It's like he just put it on his table, looked at it and went paint, and it's got painted. It's so fast. Aces though, lovely. Um, and then finally... Um, is the account key K03 RNL I'm not sure if that's supposed to spell something but it's Chris, Christoph Kiel and he's he's a grimdark painter and he's recently done a diorama of um, the front cover of the third edition rulebook the Black Templars by John Blanche and it's, it's yeah. just it's absolutely bloody brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's it's all converted primaris. You've got things like left-handed heavy bolters, left-handed bolt guns. Every character from the original piece has been sort of recreated. And there's great posts where he's got like the character that he's copying, you know, behind and the guy's front... He's used some great ideas, like the the Terminator. He's put gravis legs and then stuck like Terminator upper body on it. And it works so well. I can't believe someone hasn't thought of it already. Mm. It it just looks amazing. And um, it's him that I stole the black, the warmer black paint scheme from. And I just love it, mate. It's it's one of the best dioramas I've seen in in years. Yeah. It's just amazing. And he released it just at the start of this year, like uh, over the Christmas holidays. And I spent... It was just a perfect way to start the hobby for the year, to be perfectly honest.
0: Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? His account's really good. It's got loads of great stuff on it.
1: Yeah, it is. This, the, his. I think his use of textures is what really inspires me. Yeah. Like, it's sometimes really hard, I think, to get contrast into Grimdark. Mm. I think it's really tough because um, a lot of it's desaturated and for, for good reason. But somehow he manages to do it. So even when the model is really, really dark, like for example, his Iron Warriors, which are you know, the by the time you've got a dirty gold next to a dirty metal, next to a dirty yellow and a dirty black, it's really hard to but somehow they all come together in his models, and I just think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I'd spend a lot of time looking at his stuff and and thinking, which bits of that could I steal the next army that i do (laughs) yeah so yeah i i love him i love his work a lot i don't love him i've never met him but I, i love this account it's been um i've been going back to it almost daily now for um for three weeks so i would strongly recommend all of those accounts are fantastic so if you if you want to go and follow them i think that's awesome because realistically everyone needs a bit of more hobby love and there's so many accounts that i just sort of saunter through and think how has this person only got like 400 likes 400 account followers there shouldn't be there should be thousands of people wanting to see this yeah. none of none of these are having any trouble i don't think <laughs> anyway, i think um they're all got plenty of followers but um but they they all deserve many many more than they've got they deserve everything that get every good bit of good that comes to them so please go and follow them like them show some love
0: yeah absolutely so um i've been quite excited to talk about uh the hobby group this this time around um because i've seen some really cool stuff as i've been following it through i said to you just now i've had a bit of a purge of facebook groups um everyone does it from time to time has a sudden attack of the oh my goodness social media is driving me insane um so i got out of loads of them because i'm just fed up of the the kind negativity. of <laughs> negativity um but i've uh, uh what that means and what's really cool about that is uh i see stuff from our group popping up all the time so uh bobby clark has done slime arbo have you seen that yeah really. Cool. I love the skin tones on it, and I just i and these little camo trousers are really well done as well. So I really like that. Um, it's been and, great having Bobby Clark
1: into the group. He's Red Eagle Studios, which is a commission painting group. Yeah, and um, and the the work he's been posting into the hobby group is fantastic.
0: It's really nice. Yeah, it's it's really great, and um, it's it, amazing. Yeah, yeah. The problem is makes me want to paint him. But there we are. Um, so... <laughs> we'll paint him then. No, I've got too much else to do, dude. Too much to do. Right, James. She's right. Prolific poster of awesome. Um, done a bust. Have you seen that? Yes. The bust?
1: It's going it's around that bust cool. at the moment. So whoever sculpted it, kudos, because it's nice.
0: It's some um, a 3D print.
1: Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Yeah, whoever's done the... Th- the stl for it sweet it's
0: good yeah yeah it's really good isn't it it's really cool so yeah i like that a lot um very much so but i do have a bone to pick with um oh did you see that russ priest is celebrating the two-year anniversary of the squig dice
1: yeah because the squig dice are one of the best things a games workshop have ever released
0: yeah yeah all right then, yeah. In
1: fact, there is a video on facebook of me getting ridiculously excited
0: yeah so mike m Stop posting awesome pictures of stuff that I want to do. Um, because it's distracting me. I love this Norman band. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? Yeah, the Normans. Oh shut up, flipping heck. Just because they don't have horns on their helmets. What? Ah <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't help myself.
1: We're not doing that. Are we not? No. We're not going there. I'm okay. Horns on helmets nonsense in this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, we know. No, I
1: mean, know. it's the, no, I agree though. It is a fabulous looking war band, Mike. It is absolutely banging. And apart from the fact that every time I see it, I want to caps lock Godwinson under every post of it. But um, yeah. I won't because I don't want to distract from how awesome it is. It is awesome, it's very, very good.
0: Yeah, really ace. Um, and also, um, thank you to, uh, um, Oh, flipping heck, Dan! I, I, my organization's poor. That's right. Martin Dawkins for sharing his first post. So awesome! Which is some pictures of a June board from, uh, from at uh, Salute, one year. I, I, I can't remember the year to be honest either. But it is very cool. Did you see that? I didn't, and
1: I'm now desperately trying to find it. You to
0: look for it. Yeah, it's sweet man. It's like retro looking. Um, so. Painting competition. Cut off for date for the paint competition. Oh, yeah. Yes, good it?
1: Oh, that's Ace. And they've got the Atreides holding the. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, please don't release a Dune model range.
0: You know, it's going to. Ha- you know, Medephius are going to do some Dune models. Oh, aren't they? Yeah.
1: I don't. Do you know what they? I hope they could go for the aesthetic, the newer aesthetic. Because as much as I love the Dune films, little things like the Sadar car happen, like the green weird sort of biochemical suits. Just a god. With the green grey, and the the omnicopters whatever they're called, were rubbish in the film. Want the ones with the wings? So they actually yeah, have yeah. wings.
0: <laughs> um. Painting competition. Cut off date is the 31st of January, guys. It's great to see there was loads of response so, to the original post. I've now put it in the announcements. I thought I'd done that, but I hadn't. So I put it in the announcements, so it's at the top. Um,
1: what are we going to do for the next one?
0: Well, it's going to be one of the hobby bingos. So this one is any model. Mm-hmm. So um, having a look at the hobby bingo. Let's go and find the hobby bingo, shall we? Go, go, hobby, bingo. So, uh, I tell you what, have you got a dice to hand?
1: Uh, Yeah, somewhere. I'm I'm surrounded by my hobby, so I must have a dice. I I would hope you have.
0: I would hope you have. I just do some suspense music while we're waiting for you. A dice. Right, roll the dice. You re-roll a six. Four a four okay uh so one two three four across and then roll the dice again two unit of two or more models mm-hmm. it's going to be the next one so you have the two or more models Unit of two or more models very technical way of working that out um yeah so thank you to those of you that have been posting up your progress uh luke skywalker's coming along which is my my one so i need to fin- make sure i finish him off um and get him on there as well um so you got until the 31st so what What? what are we now oh right yeah so this will come out on the wednesday so you'll have you'll have about three days left <laughs> when you listen to this so you better quit cracking you can pay a model in a day oh yeah yeah of course you can sort of cool um all that really remains to be said in the community section is once again with the lockdown please make sure you're supporting your local stockists or the places you would normally go and game um most now are doing you know click and collect or post stuff to you various things like that so just make sure you're looking after them guys because they will be there you know you want them to be there when they open yeah when they open again when this madness ends um I just need to go to. I need to go to Warhammer World, man. I can't believe it's been so long.
1: It's yeah. It's worth putting this into context. Every year since we've started this podcast, in fact, since the year before we started this podcast, we've gone to Warhammer World for our birthday. And this is the first year we, we've even booked bloody week off to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So we both got the next week off, and we can't do it can't even go and see each other so it's it's uh, on the scheme of all the crap that's happened over the last year it's not much but it's just
0: another reminder yeah
1: yeah
0: let's not get (laughs) get miserable let's not get miserable uh there's still lots to be excited about so yes support your support the place you want to go and play so it's still there when it reopens and patrons
1: Don't and forget patrons.
0: Yeah, don't you forget Patreons. Great for
1: supporting these people. You know, there's almost every company is doing some form of Patreon, um, and it's a great way to just help them along. Yeah, absolutely. I did sign up to um, Little Legends Patreon um, when he came, after he came on, and honestly, it's been worth every penny. Yeah. Just for the record, it's great. Yeah. And the same with Coal Paint. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, they're the two that we're currently putting money into.
0: And they're both painting-wise just gems. Oh, there's yeah. There's loads of great ones out there, pretty much for anything that you could, could want, really, isn't there? Whatever you want to know, know about. Yeah. Know about. The only problem is that ge- genuinely I could follow
1: so many people, it would be my hobby budget for the year spent per month. Yeah. <laughs> Without
0: Absolutely any hassle at all. Too. Me too. Right. Shall we move into the wilds?
1: Are Do we have any idea what we're talking about?
0: Absolutely no. none. But we will by the time we get to there. Let's go for a time warp. <laughs>
1: Hi, guys, and welcome to Into the Wilds. And um, we're going to do something that we haven't done before, um, which may be limiting in some ways to the people that find it interesting, but realistically, it's just a it's a cool thing as well. Um, we're going to look at a company who are doing um, one of the sort of 3D printer STL releases, um, which is something we've avoided talking about in the past, only because, like, like I just said, it could limit the people who to get any value out of it but um, nowadays one of the things that I found that I personally think makes these more interesting to everybody is that if you own an STL file you can get that printed by so many people now um, there are people out there who will do it for you if you contact them and the price will not be extortionate so it is if you're interested a really good sort of thing to have this is a pack called All Conspiracy, which is a play on the words of Ork and Conspiracy. But it's done by um, Loot Studios, and it's a membership thing. But to start with, you get um, a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there's tons of models in here, Dan, isn't there? There's like your, your introductory pack is, is uh, uh, 56 models. Mm. which includes a whole bunch of orc characters a whole bunch of adventurers there's busts of the adventurers um it's very dungeons and dragons so one of the things i've been looking for for some time is a, a printable pack or a, a place to go to 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 get characters to print for people to role play with and there's there's loads in here and I'm pretty sure we're going to get more to fill all the gaps. So there's a tiefling sorcerer, halfling rogue, human bard. There's werebore, trolls. There's a dragon, which is just amazing. Yeah, that dragon is excellent. Um, There's a wizard lady. There's a whole pack of orc scenery. And my favourite bit is is the tavern set, the welcome pack tavern miniatures. and. So it's got a bar a couple of tables food and stuff to go onto the tables um it's got um chairs stools chests fireplace barrels ale casks loads of stuff um and guys to go in it so there's a sort of six pack six character pack um with um a, you know wizard there's a, a dragonborn by the look of it which just looks incredible. <laughs> Um, There's a a guy called Johnny Trinity that looks like a sort of a a rogue witch-huntery kind of guy. There's a half-orc. There's an unbelievably cool um, dwarf. And then there's the barkeeper, Bards, a mysterious man who looks like Strider from Lord of the Rings, (laughs) sat in the corner. Um, There's a blacksmith. Oh, there's just so much in there. And the, the sculpts look great love the aesthetic of them and um i think it's i th- i think the first the opening pack 50 56 models for 15 dollars. i mean you have to print them admittedly
0: but it's pack- good though isn't it yeah it's in its last days now so you've got to move quickly if you're if you're going for it
1: yeah yeah i think um Oh, that's worth worth knowing. So it's actually eighteen pounds a month because they you haven't put the VAT on, um, which I suppose is the problems with international international selling. So it's fifteen dollars plus three dollars VAT if you're in the UK, mm. um, Well, whatever whatever percentage of your VAT will be will depend on what country you're in. So, but um, I think the, I think the proof will be in the pudding with this sort of thing, Dan. So. I think the key for me is whether or not you can duck out at any point.
0: Yeah, it says you can if you email them.
1: And so that's 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 fine, isn't it? If you can duck yeah. out at any point. If you find that your month one you get all of that stuff, brilliant. That's absolutely spanking value for money. But then if month two and three are a bit naff, you can go, nah, I'm all right. The cool thing about these models that I don't think I've seen that often Is that they are printable in 32 or 70, uh, 75 mil? Yeah, so there's a lot of detail in them. If you can get the models up to 75 mil and they've still got that level of detail, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is.
0: They do look really good. I'd certainly be interested to see how what it's like as well. I mean, I think because. Because I've only printed really only printed Warmaster, it would be interesting to then have a go at printing something bigger because the time frame is going to be a lot longer, yeah, for a start, you know it takes it takes around an hour and 20 minutes to print a warmaster do a Warmaster print, so that's only 10 mils high, plus a weapon or whatever, so you know you're going to be talking four or five hours, I would imagine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you could stick like at least six characters on, on a plate, couldn't you?
0: Yeah, you could get a few on. Yeah, I mean it's not a problem. But certainly if we end up seeing um if we end up looking like the bigger pieces terrain and all. Oh yeah. You're gonna want an FDM printer, really.
1: Oh no, I have every intention of trying to make you paint the watchtower. Print the watchtower. Yeah, so one of the sets in it is a a set of Orc scenery, which is um, one of the reasons I got interested in it, because there's a couple of wicked huts and a watchtower, a wagon and a throne and a couple of flags and, like, weapons caches. That's good.
0: Real good. Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's definitely worth looking at, and I would definitely say to people, if you see any good ones, let us know, because that's one thing. There's so many out there like Team Patreon and all the other bits and bobs. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Sometimes hard. I
1: I sometimes struggle to find them again as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But if you've seen them and think, oh, that's brilliant. And then, like, you know, there's so many, like, 3D printed things that I've seen in the past and thought, oh, I'd love that, but I don't have a 3D printer. And now I'm desperately trying to remember them and I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. I think the thing I like about this as well is it's not, and this is going to sound terrible, and it's, I'm not criticising anyone who uses this as a method to launch their product, but it's not Kickstarter. It's a subscription. It's done. It's there. So yeah. if, I pay, if I pay my fifteen dollars, fifteen quid, it would be, I will get that. Yeah, yeah. I will absolutely. get that straight away. Yeah, um, and I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I like that as
0: well. Right, short and sweet. Anything short else? Short and sweet. No, not that I can think of right now. Um, but uh... I've got a
1: little thing to add on to last week. I I thought, what better way to reread June than to sit and listen to it while I was painting? So I I bought the Audible June. It's a cracking good um, read. Reading the person who's reading it's done an ace job. And it's just so nice to be able to sit and listen to it while I'm painting. So yeah. I'm really enjoying that. Um, and there's so many things I've forgotten. That's the problem when you read these books when you're, like, like young, like, in your teenagers, sort of years. I've just forgotten so much of it because my version of Duke Dune had become the film.
0: Yeah. And I've watched the film Lord so of the times. Rings is the same. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And I think it's a shame because... Like, I'd forgotten, for example, that the, the weirding modules was something he created for the film. It's got nothing to do with the books. Mm. Um, it, so I think it's, yeah, I think it's it's really cool being able to... I used to laugh at you for audiobooks, and I apologise in wholeheartedly because the ability to sit and paint and listen to a book is, is doubling up on time.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly yeah. why I... bang for your buck yeah and also like if you're driving yeah really good
1: I could if I could paint two models at the same time I'd do it yeah if I could watch a film and pay attention to the film and paint a model I'd do it yeah but you can listen to a book and paint so I'm gonna do it now (laughs) a lot more than I used to yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely Cool. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, really, really good of you. Uh, as always, we are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram at the Two Piece Podcast on those. Um, and Facebook. also, did, did I say Facebook? I don't know. On we on have Facebook. a hobby group on Facebook as well. So look that up um, and come join us there. And if you are in the group, um, please post. We love seeing the stuff. And um, thank you to all of those of you that do. It's really, really cool. Um, But yeah, you know, jump on in, get involved in the hobby group. Um, You'd be very, very, very welcome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And next week we've got, or next time we have a treat, we've got um, Rob Ellison from Pro Painted, the creator of that wonderful Archeon um, Bellacore conversion that is just wonderful. And he's going to be joining us next time to ramble through
0: hobby too. Aces. Cool. Aces. Well thank you, Ben. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Dan. I think that's it. I think that's it. What yeah. a swish ending. We've done well there. <laughs> Seamless practiced. Yeah. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.